2: You know, I had to laugh um, as soon as GMA had their story about um, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez and their, you know, romance in the south of France on the yacht and blah, blah, blah. And their next guest is Matt Damon to talk about his movie Stillwater, which got rave reviews at... uh, at the Cannes Film Festival, but they did not ask him one question. Where well, he was dying. About his buddy. I
1: was dying because they they panned to him. It was hysterical. I thought that yeah. was so funny. We've got Matt Damon here in studio, Matt waves, and then they're like, and now we'll be back to him, but now Ben Affleck like, and Jennifer <laughs> Anderton are gallivanting Jennifer, uh, all over Center just We'll just call him Bennifer. Yeah, it was very funny. Yeah, and they didn't ask him. He he was
2: he's promoting this his movie Stillwater, right. and uh, it opens this Friday. And this is the one that loosely based on the Amanda Knox story, mm-hmm. but this time his daughter is in France, but she's in prison for killing her roommate, which he did He's a he's he's like a
1: roughneck, is Oil that what they call her? Who travels from Oklahoma to Marseille?
2: I think they call him roughnecks in oh, the business, Julia. All I right. think so. I think so. A roughneck. It's like, uh, uh, you know. And but anyway, a he ranch goes.
1: Hand? What's a rough? A
2: roughneck. They just Is... kind of do all the dirty work on all an right. oil rig. I don't know. But anyway, he goes to France to try and find the real killer. Right. And it's getting, uh, you know, got rave reviews. in can Roger Freeman said it's the best performance that Matt Damon has given since Martian. Martian. Mm-hmm. And he's pretty good. And then uh, they did bring up, and I, I was glad that, like, okay, guys should get some repetitive questions like some of the sure. women do. They brought up, you know, would you do Ocean's 14? And, of course, he said, what is the magic PR answer? Well, yeah.
1: Yeah. We, Why not? If a everyone couple, else wants to do it. Right. A couple of the original cast members have passed, Carl Reiner and Bernie Mac. Yeah. But he said if we can get, if Steven Soderbergh has a script and if we figure it out, Sure. I love those movies and Clooney and, and, Ocean and Julia 8, I Roberts. Could see. I could see Ocean 8. We, Brad Pitt. I loved that I'm with Sandra. That,
2: those ladies were amazing. That was a good we, show. I, we'll
1: take all that back. Yeah, we'll we take, all take all that. Back. So we
2: like that. Heather Locklear got a job. Yay. An acting job, you guys. This is beyond exciting. And from a woman, Megan McCain. <laughs> well, Megan McCain is just, she's got, she produced. She's in a producing team. She's okay. not the solo producer of this show. Her first uh, show she ever did was Mom, the one with um, the gal from who was in Mike and Molly, who played the sister. I don't know. Kind yeah, of yeah, all yeah, American yeah, 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 mom. Yeah, yeah. She's produced that. Anyway, it's a lifetime movie and it's about the real life story of the woman and her husband. And he wrote the book called Don't Sweat the Small
1: Stuff. She wrote the book after her husband died, and she was devastated. She wrote the book.
2: Oh, are you sure? Yeah. I, I read don't it. I know. All right. But... I think she co-authored it with her husband. But I feel like they her had her, a tragic. They, they co-authored it, and then he all of a sudden died. Right. And she has to figure out how to keep this $25 million book empire called Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, which when they wrote it, they were both alive, well, and happy. I thought,
1: yeah, I read it wrong, (laughs) that she had written it after he died suddenly. So he died after they started the empire. Yeah. So she had to keep the empire going. Okay. So anyway, so she's playing
2: the woman um, Christine Carlson. She's the star of the show and uh, it's an emotional and inspiring true Life story and uh, yeah, I'm so so happy. But this book back in the day was this huge selling book, and it was about this whole basically put challenges into perspective. I bought redu- some of these books. Yeah. Don't
1: start the small stuffed animals. They they had so many spinoffs, but it was all about making little
2: daily changes. And yep. at the time when this book was came out, it was kind of like people really carried a lot more shoulda. Would have coulda. Woulda, coulda? They yeah. like really put a lot of high expectations on themselves, and maybe you know.
1: Yeah, I love this idea.
2: So anyway, it's going to be a movie, and Heather Locklear, Amanda Woodward, in Melrose Place, and you know, it's got a job. I love this.
1: Yeah, I'm real, real happy about this. So okay. anyway. Okay, so you were going to tell me that mm-hmm. Kate Winslet is the face of L'Oreal. That is correct, and L'Oreal. she's been this before. And Kate Winslet is someone who's spoken out. Very much about um, many things, many, 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 (laughs) many things. And one of the big ones that she spoke up out about was having people do any photoshopping. And having people, you know, change her photo from who she is. And Britain has a rule that you can't Photoshop over ads now. As a result of some actors yes. and people speaking out about that's not what I look like. Well, it wasn't it a result of actors? It was like kind of the ad council. Well, like it was, a, a, Brit- of, like counsel, like it was a decision. You know what I mean? But she was very it, vocal it, about it, that. It wasn't
2: the celebrities themselves. They, in fact, they would appreciate the airbrushing.
1: She doesn't like the airbrushing, Kate Winslet. So well, we know that from Mayor of Easttown. Mm-hmm. My he gosh. didn't want to tuck in her tummy, and she's like, leave it. That's who I am. Yeah. But here she's speaking Shock out. Tuck in her tummy. That's the thing, you guys. We- just wait. Yeah. At a certain age, you just That's have to... That's the thing. you
0: looked over at me.
2: Yeah. I know.
1: Lori doesn't understand. <laughs> no, I've, you know, I get mm-hmm. it. I've, I've seen it. At a certain age, you just tuck it in. All right, so anyway, <laughs> it's just like tucking in your shirt. I'm just going to tuck in my belly. Okay, okay, so this anyways, is rough right? news for a lot of people to digest on a Monday. Whatever. All right, so I'm sorry. So here's what she said, though. So she um has heard two times. I have certainly heard twice of certain actors being cast in roles because they have more followers. And so what she said is she has slammed the extraordinarily wrong practice of actors being hired based on their social media following versus their talent. She has warned her co-stars not to confuse their popularity on social media with the hard graft of acting she thinks the practice of hiring cast members based on insta followers and everything is dangerous well it depends on what you're marketing okay
2: depends on what you're well she's just
1: saying about acting Mm. okay i've heard people say and this is a quote She's not who we wanted to cast, but she has more followers. Oh, dear. So she is pissed off about this new practice that if you have a lot of social media, people will hire you. If you've got a big following, you're yeah. you're going to be better than an actor who's studied the craft and has talent. Yeah. Well, because people will know about her thing because of you. All right. So, But she goes on to say, she just said basically that... Um, this is off. Yeah, she thinks it's the wrong practice. You well, don't I mean, listen You she, hire on how many pictures you post and put out there versus on talent.
2: Kate, wah, 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 wah. I mean it just depends on who you are and how you're trying to get money made for your movie and all of that. She seems very, you know, kind of judgy about that. We could say the same thing about age. She could go and help Gina Davis because right now, you know, so many she's been trying to work on, you know, why why do why do why do men in their Forties and fifties and sixties got so much more acting and the women are always so much younger. When are we going to, the gender, gender inequity? Yes. All of, I don't know. I can't worry for Kate about that. It just depends on your movie. I'm not going to judge it. And I don't think Kate should either.
1: Oh, Laurie. You know? Laurie. And she's
2: new to L'Oreal.
1: She was I Lancome. Oh, La- okay. It was another she was L. Yeah, she's L'Oreal Lancome. But L'Oréal is Lancome Light, isn't Lancome? Well, it's, it's Lancome Light, Lori. It's the same company.
2: It's the first time she's had a L'Oréal contract at the age of forty-five. Is and that Julia? all
1: she is? Yeah. Why do I think she's in her fifties? She's L'Oréal. Yeah. She's joining Viola like and Kellamir, uh, and she's always had older face. She, even on Titanic, I thought she was twenty years older than Jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I rose was twenty she years. He has a more sophisticated
2: you. Kate. She does Have you see Meryl Streep, you know, like when she was twenty seven, yep. and then Kramer versus Kramer, right? you weren't really sure of her age. her age or whatever. Some people, when they've just got that beautiful bone, you just they're ageless looking You're even right. at a
1: young age. You're right.
2: Anyway, she's uh, she's kind of. She's very happy. She said uh, women were unified during COVID. I like this quote better because so many people just ditched their makeup. Yeah. And people just kind of felt good about their faces again. Do you
1: agree with that? I, I don't know. We didn't wear much. Yeah. Well, you couldn't see faces first of all. Right. Everyone wore a right. We've all been unified
2: in our joy of not having to make so much of an effort. And I've enjoyed not wearing makeup and wearing less of it. But I do like the pomp and circumstance of I putting, like on, putting makeup. on makeup. I know I do too. I, mean, I make time for it every day. I really. I do. would scare people. Huh? <laughs> nice. Yeah. S- I'm kidding. What do you do? Grant a little I get a beard. Little...
3: Steve got me. To... Yeah.
0: No. Steve got some blush going for me. All kinds of different things. Steve oh, Patterson. Did he show you. No, some of but the when I was with those guys, trip? he was passionate about getting me to wear makeup. And one who day, who was Steve? Steve. Steve. He has to wear it
1: for a show.
0: Yeah, but he's like, Grant, once you start, you'll never stop. He's like, you can't go out with a blemish. You'll just, you'll just. Just quick little pull dab on it and then go out to the grocery store. Yeah. That's his theory. Oh, oh,
2: that's scary. <laughs> Does it all he say time? that out loud on the radio? Yes.
0: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He okay, wears so it all that's the time. fair
2: game to give him yeah. crap about. Oh yeah. That's
0: why I right. wouldn't. I wouldn't just bring this up out of the blue. Yeah. No, he's yeah, he he is passionate well, about it. I
1: mean, I I have to admit that you Women know Women are lucky that we can cover up a blemish. Like I'm looking
2: at this photo that Holly posted of the Sex in the City cast. Well, the show is called In Just Like That. Yeah. And how the two gay Guys who are still coloring their hair, doing the Botox, look looks great. and they look great. And yeah. then their counterparts, the straight guys, they kind of look older and they dustier because <laughs> they don't color their hair. Yeah, and they're right. not doing Botox. Yeah. And it's funny. But yeah, there's uh, Miranda's husband, Steve, and Charlotte's husband, Harry. Right. He looks the same because he's bald and they have the same figure. But I mean, Michael, what's his name, uh, Cantone, Mario Cantone and Willie Garson. Um, they look great. They look, uh, Sanford and Anthony, they look absolutely the same. I saw Mario Cantone, he was on like Wendy before she went off break. Okay. And he just was looking fresh.
1: He's, yeah, I like fresh. that. Versus, what was your last thing last week? Pressed. I oh, pressed. pressed. Not to be Pressed. Pressed. When I said Kristen <laughs> Davis looked pressed. Pressed. Not to be confused with fresh. Fresh. Okay, because we need to know these things.
2: All right. Listen, it's time for the dirt alert. We'll be right back.
1: This is a My Talk dirt alert.
3: Alert, Alert, Hi, Miss Hallie. Hello, Miss Julia. Hi. Hello, Miss Lori. Great. Happy Monday. Look, we've got some dirt to get to this afternoon concerning Britney Spears. Okay. We've got new court documents saying that Britney Spears has selected somebody that she wants to be co-conservator of her estate that would be replacing her dad, Jamie Spears. These legal documents filed by her new lawyer, Matt Rosengart, are requesting that CPA Jason Rupid be appointed conservator of her estate. Now, he's a CPA. He's got lots of credentials. Uh, so, you know, he's legit and on the level. And uh, Rosengart and Spears believe that he's perfectly suited to handle Britney's contracts and other business affairs. She wants her dad out now. Oh,
1: beyond.
2: He wow. wants him out. Yep. He is not fit. And I think all of that is being said in these court documents.
3: Yes, that's true. So they're calling Jamie Spears unfit. The fact that Jamie Spears filed for bankruptcy back in the 90s when he was handling his family's business affairs. They're pointing to that saying, like, look. He can't handle Britney Spears' estate. Also pointing to the fact that Britney Spears' estate perhaps was mishandled and she wasn't making the money that she could have been if it was handled by somebody else. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So they're making that very right. clear in court today. Now, Britney's assets, if we are listing the numbers, the court documents today, Britney's cash assets as $2.7 million. Her non-cash assets as $57 million. Now, TMZ reporting that it's, that's not her complete financial portfolio. Probably they're making that assumption, but there's a lot of, uh, Morgan Stanley accounts, properties, other things that are a, a, another $8 million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they want him out. They want Jamie Spears out. That's really probably
2: why she stopped the Vegas because I bet that was the cash. Because Elvis
1: always toured
2: for the cash. Well,
1: that's what we hear everyone tours for the cash. People tour for the cash and all
2: her other stuff is all locked up and or whatever, not but it's invested. And so you're all of that. $2.7 million in cash, that doesn't seem like much. It sounds like dad's burned through a lot of
3: cash since she quit performing. Right, exactly. You know, to have only that much in your liquid assets for somebody like Britney Spears, right. it's rather shocking. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, Britney, you go, girl
3: now uh these filings uh the court arrangement is going to be the subject of a court all these
0: crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey Stephen host hosted the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or Uap for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to Uap on any
3: hearing on december 13th but as we've kind of seen with this conservatorship story progressing with britney spears you know there's always something kind of happening in court well, is keep there another our...
2: thing happening september like the middle of september there's another hearing
3: yeah so we're getting hearings
2: periodically throughout the so month so she just has to go through all the steps to untangle this conservatorship that should never have been Weighted down Absolutely. on her for all this time yeah. and then get all that bad advice and then be drugged.
3: hmm. Oh, right. So that's what Britney Spears alleged in her testimony that she gave back in June. Cher said it, too. She's like everyone in
2: Vegas knew that when she had her planet Hollywood residency that she was drugged. drugged yeah. By and by opened- her dad.
3: Right. And then, you know, what can you do? You, you. There's no, really nothing you can do about it legally. You know your share. Yeah. You're over there, and yeah, your, you're in your suite at the MGM yeah. Grand next door, right. living there. And then, yeah, you're, uh, yeah. He's, oh boy. Well, now another Britney Spears news. Jamie Lynn Spears, Britney's sister, is denying that Britney paid for the Florida condo that she hangs out in, as she shares pictures from her family holiday. Oh. Go
2: away, Jamie.
3: Yeah, she said, I don't own a condo. I can assure you that no one has ever bought me a place at the beach. She shared that with her Instagram followers today. Now, this condo in Destin, Florida, and the LLC that it's listed under are reportedly listed as properties of Britney's and conservatorship filings in 2009. So, obviously, it is connected in the family in some way. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and,
2: you know, her dad probably bought it and just said, you know, you can use it whenever you want. Exactly. And- Brittany, all she thinks is, oh, how come I can't ever use it? And Jamie, Jamie is really, oh, boy, I'd be furious if that was my sister. I would not talk to her either.
3: No, either would I. Yeah, yeah. So she's sharing pictures of herself, a selfie bathroom uh, in the mirror. And so Jamie Lynn is denying all of this. But it's pretty obvious that the condo is connected in the family yeah, some way right. somehow. Yeah, that's why it was better
2: for her not to say anything. People were starting to forget about that. Rob Lee, Brittany owns condos maybe all over the place. Maybe her dad did do that one thing, right? Mm-hmm. but some real estate investments.
3: Yeah, yeah. So... That's the Britney news for this All afternoon. Right. The Britney update. Hey, want to say happy seventy eighth birthday to Sir Mick Jagger? Oh, thank you course. for the
2: picture retrospective. He just can get it. That Mick Jagger. <laughs> that
3: Mick Jagger. Also, another Mick Jagger news: His son got married over the weekend. His son Gabriel married a socialite named Anuk Wizenreed. Oh, yes, is that the one who acted
2: in that show Vinyl that we watched Holly on HBO oh, he was with hot. Bobby Cannavale?
1: No,
3: no this that was, isn't
1: that
2: was a he does have a he lot of was, kids he
1: does and
3: a, he looked a, a lot, lot like his dad yeah
2: that son
3: yeah so this son gabriel i believe is a son with jerry hall okay I mean, you okay, know? okay so yep. he's only 23 years mm. old so he's on the young side yeah this
2: other one is older
3: yeah so they had an intimate ceremony in london over the weekend was mick there uh, Gabriel's parents were there. Okay, so were Mick and Jerry Hall. Oh, so okay. other family members. Murdoch.
1: Oh. Uh huh. Oh my god. Did you see
3: that island
1: that they built? Rupert Murdoch built with Jerry Hall. Where is it? No, I'm thinking. I'm getting Diane Van Furstenberg oh. and who is she married to? Barry Diller. Barry Diller. That island. Did anyone see that little island they built right off of Manhattan? Did anyone see that? Off of Manhattan? In New York the, City. The High Line. Yeah, the High Line. Did you see that? Well, I don't know that they built it. They didn't build
3: it, but they did all the artwork in it and stuff? Okay. Yeah. It looked gorgeous. Oh, I'm sure it is. Billionaires got money to spend, that Rupert Murdoch. Now, James, I believe, was the son that was in vinyl. Okay. And he's 35 years old. Gabriel's 23. So the children of Mick Jagger, Elizabeth, James, Georgia, those are all with Jerry Hall. He also has a daughter, Carice, Marsha Hunt, Jade, Lucas, and then his youngest uh, child, Devero, was born in 2016. So keep track of that. We need a flow chart no for Mick Jagger's children. That's a lot of kids. A lot of kids. Holy out. I mean, you know, again, he's got Mick Jagger's got to go out on the road and wear those mesh shirts to put food in the children's mouths. Oh, Holly,
2: did you see that YouTube video that they
3: created of me buying those tickets last Thursday? Look, man, if you want to relive <laughs> some stressful moments, if you just need to like get that adrenaline going in your life, then go to the My Talk one oh seven one YouTube channel and watch Lori. I was concerned, genuinely concerned. Oh, looked gosh. over and saw Lori's face while I was doing something on the air, and I'm like, something is wrong. I had no I idea. What it, I was so was,
2: hysterical. No, but I'm not hysterical funny that I was yeah, so dramatic that I forgot I was on the radio. I forgot there was a camera on me. Yeah. These, I am not an actor, people. These were real emotions that were... <laughs> Happening, happening.
3: You know, poor Julia. She's like, so and you, so, so Holly. What shows are you watching <laughs> lately? Ma, is having a, oh, yeah. a we breakdown. Were just, we were like, what? Are was, we, okay, that's called tap dancing. Uh-huh. There, well, whatever. Yeah. So it was all
1: you good. We were were like- a- oh, Julia. I mean,
2: it was like I was out of body and I was gone. And that's the first time in twenty years on the radio that I have been unprofessional like that. You know, you do it here and there
1: for an hour. Yeah,
2: but you'll do it here and there for like two minutes and maybe quick buy a concert ticket for a wrong date or something like that, you know. (laughs) Uh, But this is why I've never I've looked at. I I mean, I can't even believe I bought them for the right city. I was in such. I'm
1: I'm impressed by that.
3: And look. You made it through the crisis. We're fun. out. We're out. The, the YouTube other end. video.
1: If you don't look at my talk's YouTube, they do a nice job making fun, short, brief videos and summarizing little moments. Do you know that, my they. Tuck. Do you know who they? Well, the is? staff.
2: Yeah. Who, the who are people? they, Julia? They're not us. <laughs> They're
3: oh, not us. Like and subscribe to the My Talk YouTube channel. You get There's treats. There's some fun ones. Yeah. Every single day yeah. we've got new treats just for you, and that's the dirt alert for Thanks, this afternoon. Holly. You're welcome. We're gonna start with the PSA. A okay.
1: Sex Monday PSA. Um okay. What is
0: it gonna be? <laughs> I right. wow, what is this?
1: Well, Don't have sex in no. the outside in this weather. No. <laughs> well, stroke be? choke is
2: real.
0: Oh Whoa. Hey.
1: Okay, give us a little more. Stroke choke is real. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> okay, where we're is going. It. Yeah, I
2: know. So um I know this isn't. this would be very high and a terrible way to die. A Japanese man just made it into a medical journal after you know, pleasuring, masturbating so much, he gave himself an actual stroke. He was 51. He was single. He was in the habit of uh, playing Spank the Monkey several times a day. Okay, His <laughs> doctors knew he was right-handed for some reason. Okay, And he was finishing up a, a session of... Love. Self-love uh, okay. for the 17th time that day when he had a... 17th <laughs> time. Well, I, I just oh. threw that in for flavor. Okay. <laughs> for flavor. <laughs> he suffered a serious stroke that almost killed him. He showed up at a hospital with a severe headache. He couldn't stop throwing up, but when they did a surgery, made a full recovery. This was published in the Journal of Stroke and Cerebro- Cerebrovascular Diseases. So the reason why young, younger guys yes. don't have a stroke choke right? is they can they can take all this yes they can take it multiple yeah their brains they're young they've got young blood vessels yeah they're hardy, they're whatever but this guy just you know too much too much too many times a day too much of a good thing at anything uh by the time you're let's say you know i don't know Let's say forty five. Okay.
0: You know. A little moderation doesn't little hurt.
2: moderation. Your blood vessels maybe are starting to right. the testosterone maybe about forty five. I'm just thinking, yeah. You know, maybe you're making yourself do it too much because uh it's just a habit. Mm-hmm. You've got nothing else to do. You want to make sure you're not getting prostate cancer. I don't know. Hey. Okay.
0: You know, so, but it
2: is real. Well, you've yeah. seen it. I mean, yeah, I don't know how many guys that you know like that lessons as as you know with aged. younger. Younger age, you're masturbating way more. Like yes. you probably can't even believe it if you think about it now. Oh. If you were to really think about it.
0: Yeah. Oh, this weekend my uh young cousin, love him to death. He's about that age where he starts locking himself in the bathroom. And every time I'm like, Where's Ben? Everybody's like, he's up in the bathroom. Bathroom, I'm like, yeah. You know what's yeah, going on. Right, in there. right, right. But you
2: can't. You're just like, Wow, you know. <laughs> and you know, the uh, you know, the girls too. But anyway, but just um, yeah, those damn blood vessels. Damn. Wow, that's a Just story. Just as you get older. Yeah.
0: That's a story
3: right, All right there.
2: there we go. So, there you go. Okay, and so that way, you know, you can say, "Darling, you know, stroke choke is a very real thing. <laughs> Ask yourself, are you doing it too much without me? Without <laughs> oh, me is the key. Right. Exactly. Okay, um, so we have, uh, uh, remember how I said uh, last week that the Olympic Games were not going to pass out the condoms to athletes until the end of the game to discourage sex. It doesn't matter. Uh, A little bird told me who's been at the games, specifically. Okay,
1: your Olympic uh, Deep Throat? Yeah, Olympic Mm -hmm. Deep Throat.
2: 92 in 2000. Okay. Um, It doesn't matter. People are bringing their own condoms. They've always brought their own condoms. And they don't... Most coaches for most sports... Do not encourage orgasm before their event. Anyway, sure. Sure. Keep all your well, especially with the COVID right now. They're not allowing people even be close to each other. But once you're done competing, people are finding their way to each other. They don't care. They're Mm -hmm. lying to each other. They've said they're vaccinated, whatever. People are horny. They are pent up, and it's going to happen. Okay. So, sex is happening in the Olympic Village. Oh, Lord, it's Thank just happening you for more surreptitiously. Us. Okay. Maybe more quietly. The cardboard beds are not going to be conducive to anybody doing, you know, deadlifts.
1: Absolutely. Okay. Or deep knee bend sex. Mm-hmm. You know, as it were. As it were. <laughs> or, you know, sex where you pour champagne all over your body because right. it'll soak the cardboard. Right. Uh-huh. And the next thing you know, you're both crashing down to the ground. Yes.
2: Anyway, yeah. Lot, did you know that that a lot of coaches would say sex before? We've always a good heard. Idea. We've oh, always yeah. heard rumors about this. Yes.
0: Yes, that's been a yes. lifelong. Like, but, yes.
2: but
1: do you guys think that's a true thing? No. 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 I think. But do you think if you're an Olympian and you have people have little quirks about them and little rituals that they would follow through? You hear this yeah. in all sports, right? Not mm-hmm. even Olympics. I mean, right. just all of them. Like right. you know.
0: Yeah, I don't know.
1: Well, You've heard this forever Lori.
2: Yeah, some is, people do, sex,
1: some people don't. Yeah, well, the this
2: I don't know. I mean, here's one one thing that uh, coaches have said is that um what do they say that it will get it will take uh, your energy away or something like that that it's going to, you know, maybe drain you of an important Extra bit is something you need for Takes competition. Take your focus sure. away
0: from getting your mental you're state right. Yes. You got to like be focus on the game and what's at stake. Not that what you're trying to do in that very moment. And when
2: the competition is over, they want to release that energy. And I bet they're just chasing each other all over the place. But yeah. they can't find the late, the U.S. gymnastics team. They are not even at Olympic Village. No, they aren't. Nope.
1: They're in a hotel.
2: Yeah. Hold up. I wonder if any of them are moving back into the village that aren't going to compete. Might as well. Last time around, see, sex is happening. Okay. (laughs) What your face says about you, about your sex life. Oh, wow. So they wanted to see if men and women could tell who was more interested in casual sex just by looking at someone's face. Okay. And, uh, It's interesting, Um, this was a a study that was done at the University of Australia, and they, so they had people, they had photos taken of the participants, and then they showed it to other people of the opposite sex, so they could judge, based on looks alone, if that person uh, had what the researchers called sociosexuality. Okay. Okay otherwise known as casual sex, one <laughs> night stands and flings. So just so you know, the the word that we're using for that is sociosexuality. I wrote it down. So if you want to practice, yeah, mm-hmm. it'd like blow people's minds a little bit and That's say you practice sociosexuality. <laughs>
0: it's a good conversation starter. Isn't mm-hmm. it? So
2: casual sex. So they wanted to see, could people tell? And um, what was interesting is that women could completely tell who the men were who were interested in casual sex, and the men could not tell at all. Really? Yeah. So what are the telling signs on the men? Okay, so for guys, um, yeah, so the men were just not as good at judging if women were only interested in casual sex, and I think it's because they're hoping all women are absolutely interested in casual sex. But the women were really good at judging whether men were only interested in the short term uncommitted relationship. And this is a valuable skill to have, Julia. Okay. Um, And just kind of surprise people. So here's men with long facial features and large eyes. Um, They have higher foreheads, longer noses. And uh, women uh, were very much able to say, yeah, that guy, based on how they look, he is going to be only a casual sex guy. That's all he's going to be interested Interesting. in. Mm-hmm. And then the men perceived smaller female faces featuring smaller eyes and smaller lips to be an indicator of women's openness to casual sex. But it... Uh, in the day of Botox, how do they judge? Yeah, exactly. They're <laughs> terrible. Question. They can't... Yeah. They can't... They're not any good at it. And... Um, so anyway, yeah, so that is, uh, women were, like, just able to do it. And they had people describe before they were part of it what were they looking for. Okay. And so women were, like, nine times out of ten, based on how a guy looked, could tell if he was a player or not, okay. or as you would say.
1: I mean, do you think you could tell back in the day? Yes, so yes, I. yes, yeah, so
2: yes. Mm-hmm. And the better looking sometime they mm-hmm. were, um, and the more... Of a testosterone, like if they were like a thing like a goalie or in a band or, you know, really alpha male. I was going to
0: say, if they have that alpha, alpha presence where yeah, they control the room, they control yeah. the conversation, usually.
2: You're just like, you're going to make it lead yeah. to that assumption. Um, and anyway, but women tend to regret casual sex more than men. This was another part of the study, but not enough to stop themselves from having more one night <laughs> yes, stands. there you go. And that's a 2021 study. So, And then uh, Norwegian researchers found that women experience higher levels of sexual regret, um, but women who do regret a one night stand don't feel bad enough about it to change their behavior uh, the next time. Probably, you know, because they're horny. They've got, to, right. you know, and it was a good time. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. a good time and they're not going to um, regret it. And men regret passing up short term sexual opportunities more th- than women do. And obviously, this was that, a hetero yes, study. Yes,
1: yes, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, because we, we see that. We can,
2: you know, women can get laid whenever they want in the hetero world, basically. You, you know? Can. Yeah. And men, not, it's not a guaranteed thing. Nope. Not at
0: all. You guys have all the power in that yeah. world. Yep. Absolutely.
2: Yep, yep, yep. And men, they do sometimes feel regret about uh, sex. In this particular study, 20% of guys. All right. You know, compared to 35%. But again, not enough to exactly good news, bad news. All right, all right. All right listen, we'll be right back. Hey,
1: thanks for hanging out with us.
2: My friend, who was yes. uh, my friend that I referred to in the, the buying Olympic the Rolling Village. Stones, oh, no, the Rolling the Stone, Rolling Stone tickets. tickets, yes, yeah, she uh was dying laughing that you say in the middle of the video, well, Lori, maybe you can win tickets uh to see I, I the stones or another radio station.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's so stressed out. I'm like, maybe we should call another radio station nice. that's giving me these away. Oh. I was just... It was very... Yeah. That was a funny day. That yeah. was so funny. You were so... You were so... Forglimped. For, about, <laughs> for clump, And yeah. we all have gone through it, and it's only the Rolling Stones, because we, everyone here, it's an all-play grant. You missed it, because everyone, the last time you came up to buy tickets, you... You included all of us, whether we wanted to be included or not, and we weren't even on the air. Right. And so this time we are on the air and she finds out like at 3.04 that all the information that she read about the tickets being on sale next week were wrong and they went on sale earlier that day.
0: Oh gosh. So So you were scrambling.
1: So she's having regret. How did I read it wrong? How do I get them? What am I doing? I'm eating myself up. I can't
0: remember
2: codes, passwords. I'm getting... Oh, it was, it was just something.
0: It and then was they something. time you. They're like, if you want these tickets, you only have this much time to complete oh, the transaction. And that's if you why don't. The video, oh. So
2: my friend, the one who ended up having, because I was trying to get the four tickets, you know, for her too. She got her own. But she, anyway, she was just laughing. Then I get another thing from uh, some other gals that I know. I'm on a girls weekend. What is the scoop with Ben and Jen? Is it for real or publicity stunt? We knew you and Julia would know. Oh, I lied. So, yes, here's the deal. Bennifer 2.0 is for real, and they are eating it up. They are enjoying it. 17 years later, and now the timing is perfect for them. Ben was the one that got away from JLo, per her own words. He was embarrassed about her. They got married. She's been married twice, had two kids. Uh, Isn't that weird? They've had a lifetime between these two romances. So, yes, they're staging the photographs. That part is staged. Yep. I think they're recreating Jenny from the Black, the video that on September 26, 19 years later, they're going to stitch all these pictures and it'll be a video. That's funny. I think that's happening. That would be fun. That would be cool. And she's, oh, one thing I will say this about Jennifer Lopez, you will never hear her complain about being a celebrity and how hard it is to be famous. Enriched and recognized. She works it.
1: She works it. No, but it. she is not no. one of these no, celebrities who complainer. wears her no.
2: fame like it's a big burden. No, you know Ben has worn his fame like a burden. He couldn't. He couldn't get over. You know, he thought she wrecked his career. That she was the reason he wasn't taken seriously uh-huh. in Hollywood. He blamed her for all of his crappy decisions of what he was doing. <laughs> it's True. It's Please. true. You know what yes. I mean. And now they're back together, and he can't believe his luck. Right. He can't believe his luck and she just can't believe it that she, you know, you know, wasted so much time with A-Rod. But thank goodness she did because he was still, you know, with Anna de Armas. Well, when Remember Anna, when his brother threw away the cardboard cutout of Anna de Armas? Was hysterical. After they broke up? Because yeah. mm-hmm. they were a very paparazzi stage They were they uh, and couple. took a lot of
1: pictures. Ben yeah. is
2: okay with that now. And then GMA was nice and shady and showed him, well, here's Ben in a blonde wig attempting a British accent. I'm like, they're bad.
1: Matt Damon's in the studio. You guys are getting shady. Okay, That was my favorite thing is he was there during all this. And I was just like, wow, I thought that was so much fun. Ben
2: Affleck is not a handsome blonde man.
1: Oh, no, not at all. I can't
0: imagine him being one handsome other than that straight black that he's rocking all the yeah, time.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good looking. He's very oh, he good is, looking.
0: And yeah. we've seen and him in tall. person. He's, he's tall.
2: tall. He's like six like 6'2 or 3".
1: Yeah,
0: tall. Tall. he is tall. He was surprisingly tall. Yeah. Do you think he has that alpha male presence that he puts off in a lot of his movies? Do yes. yes. you think he... Oh, yeah. Oh, did we, he
1: does. Yeah. We've seen him. We
2: saw him. He, yep. he, his alpha presence looked through us and, and dragged Tate down, Ben away from us. Yep. Tate's yeah. like, I want you to eat Ben. I want you to eat my friends. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway.
3: And Julia and I are just
2: like looking up at him and just going, really Please look at us. And then we Please. didn't even care because he was so close we could smell him.
1: <laughs> Please look at us. Yeah. Please acknowledge we that we're him. human beings. Did he, anyway.
0: Did he smell good question?
2: Ah uh, I can't I don't remember. Even remember. I can't remember. We were so busy just like trying to you know Be cool. Be cool while we
1: were looking for other people. <laughs> That's the hardest thing like Gosh, on the I red yeah. carpet is when you're trying to get people to come over and talk to you, and then someone and then you does, and you're else, like, you're not you're the like, one I wanted. Move along. Can oh, you yeah. even do that to the people from the office? We'd be like, oh, go, move, move. Or, the, or <laughs> Big, just the new the black. black. Can't go ahead. Because I don't know your name, and it was really... It was hard not to be rude. It was hard not to be rude. Anyway, take a look at Jennifer.
2: She's wearing a Ben necklace, and she's darling. walking around Monaco. It's darling. Darlene.
1: Yeah, it's darling.
2: Anyway... Um, what else do we know?
1: We know that. in the last
2: time the men's basketball team at the Olympics lost, they J Lo still- and Ben were dating. Just a little... That's,
1: my, that's, that's kind of a, there's a your, favorite.
2: There's your um, backyard barbecue opening line with a certain group of people. There hey, you did you know that?
1: I, know, I don't know right? if it is.
0: Crossover from the Hollywood to sports group right there.
1: Right, right. Oh, my gosh. So tonight, I don't even know what's on the Olympics tonight. I don't know either. I just tape it every night okay. from the, the
2: NBC from 6.30 to 10.30, okay, and I let it get ahead, and then I right. just fast forward and pause and stop at the stuff we want to watch got it because i don't there's a lot of stuff i didn't realize i like to watch like even watching the rowers i caught a little of that the well yeah what do you
1: call that with the crew crew crew, crew. crew.
2: Jeez, louise
1: it's that's exciting i it's it's fun it is kind of fun Uh isn't it it is, I, and my something. mom is kind of
2: recovering from a little surgery she that she had, and so I said, "Mom, just keep the Olympics on, because if nothing else, it's great to nap to. The commentators, well, that's voices, how I feel about golf. Yeah, yeah, kind of like that, and you know, I I wish we could see their faces. They, mu- I think some of them are broadcasting not on site.
1: Lori, is that...
2: That's why now we're that's not seeing some of the faces. That's- because some people refuse to go, maybe. I don't know. Or
1: they didn't have enough, you know, for some of the different... Yeah. I don't know, arms of NBC. They just didn't have enough money in the budget to send everyone from every single...
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Who knows? It's Anyway, my mom, I asked her, how was the Olympics? You, she said, I've been watching a
1: nappy. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm telling you, if you get a chance to watch the badminton, I mean, that is unbelievable.
2: How hard and fast the shuttlecock! It it's so fast.
1: It's so fast. Mm-hmm. I'm just. I'm like, how do they have those reactions? Right? Yeah. I can't even. You can ace that people fast. with those things. Oh, I, it's amazing. And you can ace look with a shuttlecock. Look, look, look at Lori <laughs> use that in a sentence. Uh, she wanted to fit that in. <laughs> Everyone have a fantastic good. night. Thanks, Grant. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you.